Welcome everybody to the Out of Home Insider Show, a podcast like no other, hosted by the one and only Tim Rowe. Get ready to have some knowledge dropped on you and to be entertained because nothing's more valuable than food for your brain. So sit back, relax, we're about to dive in as the best industry podcast is about to begin. So, so totally. Well, so, so speaking of life in the real world, that's like your business. How, how'd you get into this, uh, this crazy game called out of home? Oh, it's a, it's a very, very, very interesting story, but I'll take you back. So basically it started when I was probably right before I turned 17, 16 or 17. And, um, I grew up in a family business atmosphere. My dad ran uh, convenience stores uh, for, he just retired two year, 2018 for 38 years. So um, he was getting getting going and he decided to put, you know, marquee signs on the uh, on the convenience store. So five by eight little on-premise. Got it. Digital signs that would just, you know, Coke 99 cent, get people, get people uh, into the stores and, you know, a lot of gas stations, they make their, they make their sales and and the profit inside the stores, not, not by selling gasoline or or, or to that effect. So um, he was trying to find a return on investment, obviously. So when I was 16 or 17, right when I started driving, he said, Garrett, he said, I want you to try, never been in sales or he's mainly just been in retail, right? Yeah. He said, I want you to try to sell advertisements off these, off these signs. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I got a summer job. Okay. I'm, I'm on, I'm just going to drive. He hired me for, I was, I was eight, <laughs> $8 an hour and I was making 10% commission. It was, it was All right, but like you're 16, 17. Had you really yeah. ever sold anything before? I mean, I was always a, I would say a young entrepreneur. I wouldn't say I was lemonade stand and all that, but I would always save my money and I understood the value of money. So I understood what the opportunity presented itself. And I understood that, you know, I'm here to help. I was at the time I was just trying to help the family business for sure. And when I started, when I started being ingrained in it and, and saying that what I realized I was building a salesmanship inside of me during this time. So it was my summer job and every kid has a summer job. So this was mine and I was just, you know, hustling and I was honestly just building my relationships around town that obviously has helped me now where I'm at. But, you know, I did that for, I did that for probably three summers in a row. And, um, and it was, it was, it was, it was very interesting. And, and I come back with the numbers and uh, he, he looks at the numbers and he, he was kind of shocked and he was like, he didn't understand, you know, I, I did pretty well on well on the advertisements for us for a seventeen. Give it, give it, give us something. What'd you sell? Uh, I sold it was I sold about thirty thousand dollars worth. Come on, listen. There's people listening to this show that wish they could sell thirty thousand. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Now listen to this yeah. show. It was it was it was it was about thirty thousand. I did it, and I, I got it to and I got it to a point where I got you know to closer to the forty thousand dollar range, and I was like, I need to. I, I'm gonna make an LLC out of this, and I'm gonna start my own LLC. And at the time, my dad had some, uh, he, he had some interstate property, right? And uh, that, or his truck stops, he had two truck stops and three regular convenience stores. And at the time, I, uh, we were like, well, maybe we should put a bigger sign on the interstate. So what I did, what he did was, is. We, so, so he had, he had some signage on the well, interstate where well, he just he, had that land rights. 
Right. He well, he had he just had the land that was in between two of his two of his truck stops. Okay, right? got it, got so it. Okay, so no billboards yet. There were no billboards. no billboards yet. No, this we were still small into like the marquee signs just to get that return on investment. And uh, I was like, I did well on this. I've kind of built I built a pattern of what I do. It. I know how to go in there and sell and and this that and the third. And um and I'm mind you, this is. This was right, right when I was in college. I was, I was doing this as a summer job, so I was, I was still in school during this. This, I was did the thirty thousand within the, within the summer. Wow. Uh, okay. So, I mean, that those are those are real numbers. And who were you primarily selling to? Like just other small local, businesses. Local businesses. And I, I, we kind of set up a model that I still model it off of today. Of, of the every minute rotation. You know, most at the time I didn't know that that was the, I didn't know what industry I was in because I was so young. But then, as I've learned over the years we've set up this model of an every minute rotation and every other minute rotation. And that's how I, the crux of my business and how I sold it to smaller businesses. So it would be, you know, um, one of my first clients was a a credit union, which has been very, very supportive of me throughout my transition and innovation of, of out of home. But it would be, you know, anywhere from, you know, a carpet place to a heating and air place to an insurance place, just to, you know, a small, you know, how a small town, mainly, you know, regular, regular small businesses is, is what I really tailored it to. And um, I would just try to sell longevity of, of the contract so that while I was in school, I didn't have to revisit. I would just revisit them, you know, every, every three That's or true. four months. And so it was, it was, it was, it was a cool, I didn't realize what I was going through at the, at the time of uh, what I was doing. But then as I get to college and I start learning a little more and I, I go to Spartanburg Methodist for my uh, freshman year. And by the time I'm, I'm getting closer to going to Clemson my first year, uh, that's when the, the interstate billboard thing came about. And, um, and we, we decided to go visit some manufacturers. We visited Watchfire and we visited Dactronics over in South Dakota and Indiana. So this was my sophomore year of college. Uh, we're flying out to South Dakota and in, in uh, Indianapolis for Watchfire and Dactronics. And I remember this is, this is, is very reminiscing. I, you have the uh, napkins that you get on a, a paper, uh, on the airplane. And, and I said, I looked at my dad and I wrote down a number. I said, here, this is, I said, this is what I will lease it, lease it from me. I'm 18, 19 years old. So I, was like, I need, I have the opportunity, right? I have the opportunity. I was like, I have to, I have to, uh, I have to present something. I have, this is this is my first deal, so to speak, to you know, gaining some leverage. So, so your 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 plan at this point was, dad's kind of leaning the charge on like the capex side, but you're going to lease it from him, and then you're going to go sell okay. the space. Correct, correct. Got and it. Understood. Understood. Not everybody has the opportunity to have interstate, you know, frontage road that was that was, but we didn't at the time. We didn't realize that. Okay, hey. Uh, we have these sales. We let's let's try to let's try to leverage and, and make it and make it a little bit bigger. So he he uh, we he we ended up going with Dactronics. We feel that it was it was a great uh, a great board, great quality. Watchfire was good. We just at the time we just felt like the people at Dactronics connected with us better and uh, just presented a better a better deal. And I wrote the number down. So then when I got home, when I got back. We went with Dactronics. We started on the construction while I was still in my sophomore year at Clemson. And um, once I got, once it started, once it was in the ground, I was, I was, that was, that was history there. So, um, and mainly uh, still in school, still in Clemson, trying to, 
you know, it's a little bit different than a summer. You know, when you're in summer, when you're a kid in college, you, you can go and you have more time than what you do. At, sure, at, at, sure. At but you're so. running a business at this. You're learning right. more. You're learning more outside the classroom than you are inside the classroom at this point. Fair yeah, statement. At, at that point, at that point, for sure. You know, sure. as as my as my education went longer in Clemson, I, I learned a little bit more uh, about about the business because I majored in business management and entrepreneurship. Uh, but that that kind of led me into entrepreneurship was, you know, starting the business and I emphasized it in college. So, yeah, for sure. I was learning more and I've been learning since I was stocking, stocking, uh, making ice bags for my dad's <laughs> convenience store and, and stocking coolers. I, I learned about business from a, a young age and just understood what work ethic meant. And, um, you know, and a job we're doing is worth doing right. So when you have an opportunity, you have to you have to capitalize on that opportunity of the lifetime because that lifetime of that opportunity might not be it might be a year it might be 10 years you or it might be three months you don't you don't know and uh so I learned that in a very young age and I, so when we were when I was in Clemson I was trying to understand trying to figure out how how I'm gonna do both you know I was, I was trying to understand how I'm gonna do both and basically I just try to do sales calls just calling cold calling on the phone and, and to that and get and working working to get into the agencies. That's what I learned in the first year and first year and a half is the agencies are the power of, of trying to uh, get the longevity contract. Right. And, um, and then I would come back for the summer and then it was hitting the ground running on that. And that's basically the crux of the story of how, how I got started in, in, in out of home of from, from the marquee to, to, to an interstate board. It's a pretty now, natural progression, right? Yeah. So I was going to say, so now like, you're not just selling signs at gas stations and one billboard right. on the side of the road. You talked you know, about learning the business of entre- entrepreneurship, which is right. more than just selling one, one, one asset, right? It's selling mm-hmm. things together as a product or service for folks that maybe don't know you like describe what it is that you're packing. Cause one, your content game is tight, which I want to talk about, okay. but, Thank but I'd love to learn more about what it is that, cause you're in a pretty unique market. Like you're, you're 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 kind of charlotte but you're not quite charlotte you're in south carolina but you've got premium premium stuff maybe just give the audience you know some scope of of what it is that you have yes right now as far as the gas station signs now well we 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 do not do them anymore but we did from being innovative and realizing that you know we had to figure out a pivot a pivot area and i decided i had this idea going into prolonging the uh going into the education. When I was a sophomore, my, I mean a junior, my last semester junior year at Clemson, I had a uh, resource allocation class about, you know, invent, it was basically, it was an entrepreneurship class of creating a business and, and, and coming up, how will you allocate the resources and what will it take to last that business? And I had this idea, I've seen it in, in Vegas and I've seen, I've, I've seen it in other places, but I never, I didn't see it where we were at in the Carolinas that is a growing market. And it was a mobile digital billboard. And I, at the time, I, I didn't realize that I was going to manufacture it or, or get it manufactured and have the actual truck. I was, was trying to take the mobile, uh, the uh, delivery services like Uber or, or ride sharing services like Uber or Lyft or Postmates or things like that and somehow connect that to out of home. And I knew that was a big thing. I was like, if I can connect these two, I, I could I could figure out we can we can make a very unique product and uh and we're still working on that but i decided in that year uh this is what i was gonna do so i started game planning game planning 
And it was about an 18 month process where and it happened right when I graduated, the, the pandemic hit. I got back on, got back to my, uh, to my home and, and, uh, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Cause I think this is important. How old are you? I just turned 24. All right. Hot damn, man. I think anyway, <laughs> like that's when anyway. you just said I graduated then the pandemic, like, yes. so this is all, this is everything that we're looking at here is the last six to seven years. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You t- yeah to- total, total, total. But oh, like yeah. what you're standing up is right. The last one. And you picked, years, a hell, yeah. you picked a hell of a time to do it. What, right. what's, what's something that, what's something that 2020 taught you that you never could have planned for? Um, perspective is, is, is probably the biggest word that I've, and I've put, I said that on my podcast as well, or just launched the podcast, but I, yep. perspective for me was probably uh, the biggest word just because of not only in business of uh, perspective of not getting too comfortable of where you're at. And then just because you have something going now, doesn't mean it's always going to be there and perspective of what is going on in the world. And, you know, at a young age, you need to have more perspective because that, that can, that can, uh, alter your way of, of, of dealing with things. It makes, it makes it for experience. Yeah. Especially in the world we live in now, because there's so, there's so things are so black and white and binary. I think it needs some time, uh, if it's younger or older people that need to voice their opinion about perspective that, you know, everything is not black and white in this world. It can be, there can be a little gray area that, that keeps us moving forward and, uh, and, and being united. And, and we see that very, very adamant right now. And, um, I think perspective and, and also perspective of, and this is a, a personal subject, but, my mom was diagnosed with cancer in August during the pandemic as well. So that's perspective of life. It, it was a very, you know, everybody got hit hard with 2020, but it's just about the way you deal with it and, and move forward and, and, and innovate and, and, and your mind, innovate your business and, uh, and, and keep moving forward. That was a big thing Amen. for Clemson. I remember it when I used to work out, you know, you, you remember things as you look back at your college career, they, you, they had move, move forward was one of yeah. their big thing. And, and, that's always the thing you have to do, especially in business world. You got to move forward and uh, and uh, keep a good mindset because Amen. everything is not everything is not as it seems, and you just need to be positive and have a good perspective of life. Amen. Well, our thoughts are certainly with you and, and with your family uh, as as y'all work through that. Talk to me for a second as we as we pull into the station here about the content play, like you know, there's 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 some folks doing content, but like you do it really well and at a high level. Where do you see the value as as an outdoor company, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you see the value for yourself in the content play? You got the podcast. You guys just do super killer stuff in terms of showcasing your inventory and client work. Like, how important is content to your strategy at Crenshaw? I think I think it's the crux of it, uh, Tim. I think content is the only way to. So it's the only way to right now, I guess if we want to talk about just the pandemic years, uh, you, it's the only way to get it out there. You know, you have to have consistent content and, and being and 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 distinguishing it between quantity and quality. Uh, my thing is sometimes I, sometimes I get caught up in the quality of it and trying to make it perfect. But the thing is, I think the game now is just being consistent and, and routine with the content and you know, your niche and 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 to keep being consistent with the content and that's across all platforms and there's things that set up now 
that you can, you know, when you post to one, it can post to all. Not necessarily I would do that for every piece of content sure. because I don't, I think some things are like LinkedIn is that I need to work on is more written. Like you, I feel like you do a great, great written, written piece on LinkedIn. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Some things it's, on Instagram, maybe not be, it's not as written and totally. then audio for podcasts. It's just about being tailored to what it, and it's a learning experience. I'm not, a, and I have my sister here that does a lot of my creatives for uh, the, the size of the, for the billboard signs and, and some things. But as far as, as, as creating the content, I'm, I'm, I'm basically posting there. I'm creating it and posting it all across. So uh, she, she, she helps us with in-house. She has her own freelance and we've, you know, helps me a lot. But as far as the, as the content play, I think that's where I've seen out of home is going to, they, they have started to produce more content based on their showing their inventory. You know, I think yeah, there was yeah. a, if I just doing his looking back at history, I think out of home was kind of in a, in a one, one way street of, of they, they didn't, they didn't produce much content. Obviously social media changed the game. Right. Right. But, uh, there wasn't much drone photography or active active. It was more of data. It was more of, we have this many travelers, For you know, sure. Right, 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 right. Yeah, like this many people drove past it. Where where can where can folks go? Just because I'm coming up against it here at the top of the hour, and I want to make sure uh, that that folks can find you. Because and we'll link out to the content too. Where where can people connect with you? Where are you most active? Where can people see more of the great content and what you're doing down there? Right, Uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn are probably my core core uh, core platforms. Obviously, we have a YouTube that we're trying to push a little more push a little more with our podcast. Um, but yeah, at Crenshaw visions, uh, visions was just, uh, that goes back. Just, it was just a vision of me to try to figure out, you know, this is what I wanted to do. And, and, and I just, it was the crux of what I wanted to do. So, and it's, it plays on out of home too, right? It's the, vi- you know, For sure. it's visual, visuals, visual. So at Crenshaw visions and, uh, it's sales at Crenshaw visions.com for any, any of our inventory. Uh, we have an I 77, interstate digital billboard that's in between um, Columbia and Charlotte. It's actually the only digital billboard that is in between, uh, that is in between Charlotte and Columbia from Carowinds down to Columbia. So it's a very, it's a very, it's a very uh, selling point for me that it's, it's, and it's 14 by 48. So it's one of the largest too. So, uh, and then we have our mobile digital billboard that is covering the South corridor of Charlotte into, into the South Carolina region of Fort Mill, Rock Hill, uh, Lancaster in that, in that area. So yeah, it's, it's been, it's been interesting and I'm just, we're just innovating and trying to move forward and, and whatever comes next comes next. Awesome. Well, speaking of what comes next, I want to get back with you. We got to connect uh, after this and offline. I'd love to do a showcase just on the mobile led truck game. So right. you down I, for that? Oh, I'm down. I'm down. Definitely. Awesome. That's, that's very, it's innovative in our uh, field. So I'm, I'm definitely down for that. All right, cool. Well, hey, if you found this to be helpful, please share it with somebody who could be, who could benefit. As always, make sure to smash the subscribe button down below in the corner, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you all.